I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, hello, this is Polly. You're listening to Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And today we're going to talk about expectations because I think they are a barrier to our happiness. I think they cause us to feel pressure and disappointment and stress and confusion and anger. We feel insecure, like we're not good enough, right? Especially during the holidays this year, I see many people trying to keep up with the way they've always done it, the way they've always celebrated Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's, and it just can't happen. We are not in the same kind of year. In fact, we can expand and grow into a new normal that actually might feel better, might help us shrug off some of these expectations that get us caught up and help us feel better in our lives going forward. I want to talk about expectations. I want us to think about them as we head into 2021. When we set our goals for the year, plan our resolutions, think about what's ahead. Because I think expectations trap us. And we all know the feeling, right? We become people pleasers doing what we think other people expect us to do instead of the things that make us happy. Or we try to keep up with the regular traditions through the holidays for our kids or our family, when in reality, nobody cares, right? I went through this a few years ago. I got tired of traipsing around the Christmas tree lot in the mud and the cold and my stiff joints and all of this. And finally, one year I just said, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to decorate the tree as a family. That's important to me. Spend that time together. I'm not going out in the cold. And Everyone else in my family was so relieved. They're like, me either. I hate that part of it. I don't need, I just want a good breakfast and then I want to decorate the tree and listen to Christmas music. So here we all were keeping up with this one holiday tradition, this one holiday expectation, because we thought everybody else wanted to do it when nobody really did. We've got to come clean with our expectations, what we demand of ourselves, what we imagine other people are expecting from us. And talk it over or remake them. We don't need to continue to feel this level of pressure and disappointment, this sense that we're not measuring up. But what are we trying to measure up to? Don't we get to determine that? I think so. What happens though, is we fall in line with this oldest daughter syndrome or firstborn child or the employee of the month or perfect mom, whatever ideal we're trying to rise up to. And we start doing without thinking about the meaning behind the doing, right? Then we began comparing ourselves to other people or what we've done in the past. And of course, nothing's going to be the same as it once was. We're different people each and every year. It doesn't take a pandemic to be different, right? We are changing and growing and shifting. So why would the things we expect from year to year or even day to day be important 12 months later. I don't think they always are. I think this is about awareness and settling down with ourselves and being brave and looking at the ups and downs and the things we care about and the changes that we're ready to make. And I think going into a new year, any new year is ideal. But this year in particular, because we get to shrug off what we expected from the past. We get to shrug off what we know. We've had a different kind of year. And it's challenged us, but it's also given us an opportunity to really grow and create a new way going forward. I think it's an opportunity for us. 
the rules, the way we were raised, what we've known before, no longer apply. We get to make our own. And as long as we are not hurting others, as long as we are living with compassion and kindness and respect, man, I think it's unlimited what we can do now. I think this is our time. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I want you to get excited about it too. But we need to stop comparing what is to what was. We need to drop the expectations of the past and redefine our goals and our desires and the things that matter to us, our values, as we go ahead. We get to do it different now. And that's an opportunity. You know, every year when I was uh, a younger person (laughs) in college and just out of college, I would always plan this, like these big New Year's plans. We were going to get dressed up and go clubbing or go to some party or do something fun, me and and a friend or two. And every year it was fun, but it never quite matched my expectations. It was never all that. And it took years for me to realize that my expectations were unreasonable to begin with. They were set against a movie. They were set like a commercial with all the glowing lights and, you know, the fancy people. And that's just not how life works. So when I dropped those expectations and got clear about what I really wanted from that day and night, a connection with the people I care about, time to think ahead about the things I wanted to create in the future, uh, time with family, it got really good. Right, One of the best New Year's Eves as an adult was just, hanging around with with my husband and we watched you know romantic movies and stayed up late and it was just a great night we we had meaningful discussion and good dinner and it became something special is instead of something that wasn't matching up to my expectations and I I think we should do this with every aspect of our life our sadness and disappointment comes when we compare what happened last year or the year before, or the years before that to now and expecting them to be the same. I, I see this a lot with young parents, right? You have this baby and you begin comparing to how easy your life was before the baby, how much time you had, the, the dinners you could go out to and the sleep you were getting. Well, having a baby creates a new lifestyle and new gifts. If you compare it to the old life, it's not going to stack up. The two are like apples and oranges. There's nothing similar about them, but they can both be good in their own way. And that's how I want to approach this next year. Stop comparing what is to what was. Nothing is perfect. Things are not going to be the same whether we have a pandemic or not. Life changes. It ebbs and flows. We have ups and downs. It can be good in a new way if we leave room for that, right? One way to start getting in touch with your expectations and adjusting them or leaving them altogether is to communicate about what's important to you and then find ways to honor that. I talked about the Christmas tree story. It wasn't important to me to go out in the woods in the muck and the cold and pick out a tree. What was important to me was spending that time together. Now my family and I, we have a good breakfast together and we get a tree in about 15 minutes from a parking lot after a couple arguments as well. And 
then we haul it home and we decorate the tree while we're warm and playing Christmas music and laughing. And it's a good time. It took the pressure out of the holiday for me. So if you're thinking about what you want for 2021, for this Christmas, for New Year's, for the months ahead, you know, think about what you can drop. What have you done in past years that maybe doesn't feel meaningful anymore. You know, a lot of what we did was really frivolous. When we took all that away and we were limited where we could go and what we could do, I really found myself uh, spending meaningful time with my family, right? That's what I could do. So we made the most of it. And that is important. The Zoom calls with my friends, that's important to me. The rest of it kind of fell away. So what is it that matters to you? Communicate that with your family, the people you're living with, and try to find a consensus about the parts of those traditions or expectations that they want to keep and live up to and continue, and the things that could fall away. Also, do that with yourself. You know, it's not realistic for me right now that I'm going to be working 60 hours a week. My daughter's at home in school. I've got a kid now. Now, I've done that in past years. I I didn't take vacations and I worked overtime and I loved the work and that was fine to do at that point in my life. But that's not a really ex- realistic expectation. And yet a lot of my work goals require a demanding schedule. So something has to give there, right? What matters most? Does it matter that I'm working really long hours and achieving these lofty goals? Or does it matter that I'm doing the work that's meaningful to me in the hours that I have each week that still allows family time? And it's that, right? I want a balanced life. I want a more balanced life. I don't know if it's ever completely balanced. So what work goals are essential and important to me this year? What can I expect the hours to take and the demands on my day to reach those goals? And the rest I can set aside until next time or maybe never at all. Maybe they won't be meaningful a year from now. Evaluate if your expectations are realistic for you one-on-one. And then communicate with your family members about the holiday expectation or the way you want to live your life going forward. For example, in 2021, We're not expecting to have a spring break vacation. Now, if that changes, awesome. We had one planned last year and we canceled it. But we are expecting that we're going to have some cool day trips. We are expecting that we're going to do some new things around here and pick up some craft projects. We've already talked about it as a family, so we have something to look forward to. But we're not saddling ourselves with these must-dos to have a happy year. Instead, we're expecting that we'll find fun ways to be together in the house and also have time with our friends, okay? That's the way we're thinking about it. So get realistic. No holiday celebration is perfect. No weekend, no vacation, no family time is perfect. Any of those things that don't go as planned or don't go as they always have are an opportunity to adapt and be flexible. And sometimes those can be the things you laugh about in the years ahead. Those are the things that you use the impetus to change your tradition or make things better. I'll give you one example. I was cooking my very first Thanksgiving for my family and um, I had forgotten to defrost the turkey. So there you go. My family's expecting this big turkey dinner. I was expecting to impress them. I wanted to be all adultish about it. I ended up defrosting the turkey in the bathtub, hot water. I'm not recommending this. This is not 
a uh, endorsement of the proper way to defrost your turkey. In fact, you can get very serious food poisoning. Thank goodness we did not. And uh, I didn't tell my family until long after we'd eaten that turkey dinner, which turned out just fine, by the way. Um, but yeah, so that's something I laugh about now and I give thanks that <laughs> nobody got food poisoning. So I don't recommend it. But sometimes the things that don't go as you expect are the things that add a little texture to the moments of our lives. And I like those. We have to be proactive too. It's your responsibility to set expectations or not that support you and your family. You know, if you're expecting some challenges to come up in the year ahead, if you are picking some lofty goals that might include some adversity and setbacks and what doesn't, right? Everything comes with that. Then focus on the way you can adapt, focus on your resilience, focus on your ability to cope with anything. Then you don't have to worry when things happen, when the family freaks out or the snowstorm shuts everything down or the pandemic means you can't take a vacation or travel outside of your town. Whatever it is, we don't have to look at the world in terms of good or bad. It's not a matter of the world rising up to meet our expectation. It's a matter of us being open-minded and creative and heading into our day with this kind of energy and vitality that says, okay, I'm not sure what's going to come, but I trust my ability to cope with it. Whether I like it or not, I can get through it, right? And then step into that with a curiosity that allows us to be agile and adapt as we go. This is much better than settling ourselves with, with a load of expectations of the way things are supposed to look, the way things are supposed to be done. And I don't know about you, but I look at those holiday Norman Rockwell pictures and we have never even come close. I'm not trying to come close. I'm trying to be me and trying to enjoy the days ahead and go with the flow as things come up. If nothing, one thing 2020 has really taught me and I'm grateful for it because I needed to work on it was really just to go easy into the world. We don't know how things are going to go. We've never had any control really, but we can always choose our response to it. And, um, even during the challenging times of this year's past, we've had a lot of laughter. We've kept things in perspective. And as you head into the new year, that's essential, right? You can start with a plan. I certainly have my schedule mapped out in my calendar. I have some micro goals that I want to work with. And we're going to talk about that more in January. But mostly, I'm open to what comes. And that feels like a huge relief for me. That's something I'm really working on. I've not been very good at that. But life shows up and it becomes our teacher if we stay open-minded, right? Remember what's important, especially during the holidays, especially during the dark winter months. What is important? This has been clarifying this year. And when you know what you value most of all and you align your behaviors and your activities around that, you're going to feel better. You're going to be more satisfied. You're going to be more relaxed. For example, during the holidays, I heard a lot of people complaining um, that they couldn't get together with their big family celebration. Um, I miss my parents. I miss my sister. I love seeing my friends. Um, I enjoy that time together. But here's what I value more than anything, them. I want them in my life for years to come. And I would do nothing to jeopardize that. So if me not spending this one day with them makes them healthier, 
I am willing to do that. If me not spending the day with them lowers their risk, that's just fine with me because I hope they're going to be around my holidays for years to come. So that's what's important to me. Remember what's important and it's easy to see the other things that drop away. When you know what you value and you align your behaviors toward those values, you don't have to feel guilty. The disappointment changes there's a greater peace and understanding that comes with that, right? And take time for yourself as we head into the new year to think about these things, but also to give yourself a pat on the back. Let's celebrate because we are here and we are plugging and we are finding our way through and people, we can do anything. We are marvelous, amazing human beings. Take a minute, find some stillness for yourself to reflect on the aspects of your life that give you joy that you want to do more of in 2021. Reflect on the things that you've accomplished and celebrate those. And take a minute to recharge your batteries. There's been underlying stress that has threaded through our whole year, right? Take a minute to look at what you've done, how you've stayed healthy or gotten healthier, how you've coped, how you've laughed, how you've supported your family and friends and the people in your neighborhood and schools and students. We've had some major achievements. They look differently than getting the big promotion at work or getting the kid off to college in the dorm. They look differently, but they are important just the same. And it's okay to take a minute in that, right? Another thing I'm really being conscious of as I head into the new year is to be polite. I think we should recognize the special days of the year and the birthdays or the special days that each family celebrates. We have special days in our house, right? How we celebrate them doesn't matter as much as celebrating them at all. I think it's okay to come together, whether it's just you Zooming with friends on the phone, which is powerful, or you with your small family. There's just three of us here. We celebrate all kinds of things. But bring your best manners to that moment. Honor the moment and the people you are with right now in this moment. Honor the people that have kept you going this year and those that you've supported by creating an environment of respect, by telling people that you love them on the Zoom or in person. And if you are gathering together, we're just having a little dinner, the three of us, but we're going to take it slow and we're going to put on our fancier clothes. Okay, my nice jeans. And we're going to respect the meal by eating slowly with proper manners and sharing that time together, marking the moment. And I will tell you what, this is no easy feat because our pandemic manners, it's a little cray cray around here. But we're going to sit tall and we're going to, you know, eat slow and enjoy that time together to mark the year that we've shared because I promise you this, it will be like none other. What is now won't be what is tomorrow. It never is. It's not just because of this year. But if we are forcing things because we are trying to, because we are trying to make others happy or we're people pleasing or trying to cover all our bases or keep things up for appearances so people don't freak out, let it go. Communicate about the changes you need to make understand for you and your family what needs to change and give it up. Make space for something else because when we are trying to adhere to a certain set of rules or expectations, 
We're missing out on some great experiences that could evolve organically out of today, out of what we have just this moment. This year and every year from now on, right? Let's approach the new year with a sense of discovery and openness and curiosity. Let's find the moments of good in today rather than creating celebrations like they've always been. We are different now and always changing and always expanding and always creating. That's not a problem. That is a reason to celebrate, not to be upset. It's an opportunity. This year is a chance to drop your expectations, to do it differently and celebrate that. Maybe you want to keep one or two traditions that are meaningful to you and your family. Talk it over. Adapt them to stay safe and get creative. And drop the expectations that it has to look a certain way to be good. You won't be unhappy. I think you'll find everything about the year ahead to be less stressful. You'll find room to appreciate more about what is as opposed to complaining about what isn't. Okay, that brings us to the Simply Start today. How do we get going on this? I want you to write down in your calendar with a specific date and time, one thing you will do for yourself to celebrate the winter. One thing. Are you going to bring in a special takeout meal? Are you going to take a weekend away just for yourself? Are you going to schedule a spa treatment when it's healthy to do? Are you going to start writing that book every Friday? What is it you're going to do for yourself this winter to celebrate you, to celebrate the season, to celebrate all that you are? Write it down. Write down many ideas and then pick your favorite one, right? One thing I'm doing this winter is uh, planning to leave some hours open in my week to take on a special writing project that I keep putting off because I say I don't have the time. So I'm doing that for me. That feels important to me, a chance to create this and and try this new project. What are you going to do for you this winter to celebrate the changing of a year and the opportunity that presents? And that brings us to the Simply Nifty. And this is where I share a practice or a website or a book or blah, 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 something that I love. And I've talked about rituals before because I think they're really instrumental in, in helping us be appreciative and grateful, but also to mark the moments of our life. And and I think it's essential that we do. This is the time we have. And it can had a lot of enjoyment and satisfaction when we pause long enough to appreciate them. And a ritual can help us do that. So the Simply Nifty is this year, 2021, going ahead. What will be one new ritual you use to start the new year? What's your new ritual for your day? On your own or with the people you're spending time with? Um, Will you read a holiday book together? Will you, we always do skulls, right? We always ring in the new year, but we also have a meal on New Year's Eve. We, we do like kind of a special antipasta plate and snacks all day long. Nobody really cooks. And we have a ritual where we each have a special beverage. And by special beverage, I mean cocktail for those who are 21 in this household. And we do skulls. It's a Scandinavian toast, okay? That reminds me of my great, grandmother 
who uh, whose family came from Germany and the Norwegians in the family, but they always toasted by saying skulls and clinking their glasses together. So we make that part of our annual New Year's celebration, just the three of us. Another thing we do, and I've talked about it before, is our gratitude jar. We keep post-its. We write down things we're grateful for during the year at various times. You could even do it just for the day. We throw the post-its in a mason jar, and then on New Year's Eve, we open that jar and we read the post-its of things that people were grateful for throughout the year. And that's how we start the new year. So what ritual will you start today on your own or with the people that you're spending time with to mark the beginning of 2021? Get another shot at this, right? Another moment, another day. Drop the expectations at the door. Change the rules and decide this year to go all in, to recharge and re-engage with your life in a way that helps you be agile and adaptive and excited about whatever comes our way. When we expect things to be a certain way every year, when we want the traditions and the holidays to look just like they always do, it can keep us from adding and enjoying new ways to celebrate. And it can leave us feeling disappointed and sad when we can't do things the same old way. Now is the time to mix it up. Try some fun things. See what feels right and good and open. You might bring some new things in that you do not like at all. But then you know, right? Focus on adding in the fun and having a unique adventure. Drop the expectations and the pressure that comes with them. However you decide to celebrate or not. Stay safe. Don't compare to what was. Just be with what is. Be present and grateful for the moment you have right now. Allow yourself to feel any emotions that come. You do you and trust that there is no wrong way of doing that. You are enough to deal with whatever comes. And when you think of it that way, that mindset will help you live well, do good, and be happy. Happy New Year. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.